This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, August 4th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Galley. Here's today's headlines. PPIC report gets pushback. And California gives Cal Poly $40 million for ag. The risk with policy research. Last week, the Public Policy Institute of California published a paper that examined the potential for water-limiting crops on land that may otherwise go fallow under groundwater laws. Western Growers President and CEO Dave Puglia has strong thoughts on the issue. Puglia, who serves on the advisory committee for PPIC's Water Policy Center, called it a silly idea to convert the nation's most productive farmlands into low-value rangeland. In a recent blog post, he argued that credible experts often prematurely evaluate such concepts, opening the door for advocates to step in and then policymakers cement them into law. But the economics simply don't work for this one. He feared such a legislative mandate would destroy an economic driver that six and a half million people depend on and lead to a regional recession or even depression. Puglia called for the state to instead get smart by investing in water system and better balance the needs of its many users. State grants Cal Poly $40 million for food and ag. The state budget approved in June earmarked $75 million for equipment and infrastructure upgrades at California State University Farms. More than half of that money is going to Cal Poly's Food and Agriculture College. About $20 million would help to rebuild a demonstration ranch that suffered a near-total destruction during the CZU Lightning Complex fire in 2020. The funding will also support a new educational center at the ranch. State Senator John Laird of Santa Cruz was instrumental in securing the funding for his district. The rest of the Cal Poly money will go to replacing aging farm equipment, new greenhouses, and improving dairy and processing facilities, among other spending. CBO, USDA will need time to spend conservation funding. The Congressional Budget Office has released its cost estimates for Democrats' spending package known as the Inflation Reduction Act. The bill would authorize $19.9 billion in new funding for four conservation programs between fiscal 23 and 27. But it's going to take much longer than that for USDA to spend the money, and some of that conservation funding will be trimmed by automatic cuts required by a 2011 budget law. The bottom line... CBO estimates USDA will actually spend $15.3 billion of that conservation funding by 2032. Under budget reconciliation rules, funding authorized by the bill is supposed to be spent within a 10-year window. According to congressional sources, any spending authority that USDA doesn't use before 2032 would be lost. Well, according to CBO, the largest share of the unspent funding would be in the Regional Conservation Partnership Program, which would be dramatically expanded under the bill. Don't be surprised if there's an effort to reallocate some of that funding at some point, assuming the bill passes. Also, separately, CBO estimates USDA will spend $13.3 billion on rural development, including $10.7 billion for rural electric co-ops and renewable power. Another four and three quarter billion dollars would be spent on forestry projects. Senators target Chinese land ownership in a new bill. 
Adding to the legislation seeking to curb Chinese influence in the U.S., Senators Tom Cotton, the Arkansas Republican, and Tommy Tuberville, an Alabama Republican, have introduced a bill that would prohibit Chinese Communist Party members from purchasing any land in the country. The senator said even though Chinese entities held slightly less than 1% of all foreign-held acres in the U.S. in 2020, the total land held by Chinese investors has increased substantially since 2010. Newhouse has introduced a bill that would ban sales of ag land to persons or companies with ties to the government of the People's Republic of China. The Cotton Tuberville bill is more broadly worded, banning the sale of public or private real estate to CCC uh, members or anyone acting on their behalf. Well, here's today's They Said It. Our message was clear, one down, one to go. That California representatives John Garamandi, Josh Harder, and Jeremy McNeary, and Mike Thompson calling Governor Newsom's Delta Tunnel plan misguided even after downgrading the project from two tunnels. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, August 4th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Chuck Daly.